0: Keeping a calm mind during the COVID-19 outbreak. Through the things that Jiddu Krishnamurti has taught me, even though he died way before the first SARS outbreak. His teachings have helped me a lot during this worldwide corona pandemic and the ensuing panic as soon as white people realised that it could kill them too. (laughs) now i happen to have asthma as well as an autoimmune disease if this happened a year ago i probably wouldn't have left the house i would have been too scared so what did krishnamurti more or less taught me is that i need to focus on what is so focus on the facts the things that i actually encounter the things that are actually there in my life experience in my world Not on fears, not on other people's voices, not the media voices, not the perceived threat. Only look at what is. So this COVID-19 outbreak, it's a real threat, it's a real pandemic, it's a real... There have been huge changes in drastic measures and unfortunately massive loss of life. The worst thing about it is how quickly it spreads and how many people then fall very ill at the same time and then the, the hospitals can't cope anymore And unfortunately people die just because of, it's just not possible you can't deal with that many sick people at the same time it's literally world war See, it's a real worldwide pandemic it's a virus that's highly contagious and it's Transmitted through droplets. That means that if, if you get spit, phlegm, or snot of somebody that carries the virus into your system, which can also be transmitted through indirect contact, so through surfaces, door handles, by keeping a level head, by keeping in mind that I need to avoid any social contact, I need to avoid shaking hands, giving high fives as well as wash my hands regularly because by washing my hands with soap I can kill the virus. doesn't mean that you can't still contract it, it just means you can minimise the threat. It's not an obscure, dark, evil cloud of virus. <laughs> it's contact and surfaces. Even though I have to be careful not to contract COVID-19, I didn't want the fear of COVID-19 to limit my freedom. Now, if I listen to the media, all the media does is try and evoke a reaction. They're trying to make you feel some sort of way. If it's fear or dread or sorrow or anger or whatever it may be, they're just trying to evoke a reaction like a psychopath. (laughs) They just want to get some sort of reaction, a like, a follow, a share. In the wake of this, they actually leave the other party rather confused, emotional. Their aim isn't necessarily to inform people. Their aim is not necessarily to calm you down. (laughs) Their aim is not to be kind and human and talk to you. And that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to get a sensation and... What use is it to you to know how many people have died of the disease? If you already know that it's serious. And all this fear, the fear, the narrative of fear, the narrative of death and drama and that would actually inhibit my experience, the fear would inhibit my thinking, would probably make me, touch my face because i'm nervous and anxious and scared and by understanding that the virus is a real threat like like that's a real thing i can't see it but it is real social distancing and no contact is the norm but all these death toll rises and all the bad news in the media, all these scary, scary predictions, they don't actually help me when I'm trying to go to the shops. (laughs) They're they're just going to create this narrative of fear. So anything that happens as I go to the shop, I might then interpret as scary. How is fear of the coronavirus going to help me protect myself? And if you've ever like, been scared of a test in school and then when the test came along you suddenly couldn't remember a single thing because you were so afraid you're gonna fail and then you failed (laughs) well fear actually inhibits your cognitive capacity so you can't actually think properly when you're afraid as soon as you're afraid like everybody knows what it's like to freeze with fear or to just be in shock or just not be able to respond appropriately If I keep a level head, a calm mind, and don't let fear rule my narrative, rule my world, rule my life experience. Don't let fear influence what I get to perceive or what I get to see during this time. As soon as you have that, if you have that narrative of fear, of drama, of death, how many deaths there, it's not like I'm walking out the front of the door and I'm seeing... Hundreds of dead bodies lined up down the street. So when I walk out the door and I have a quick look around to see, you know, what does my world look like today? What I see is mostly nothing. Nobody's there. There aren't any cars. No planes overhead. Just a real calm, tranquil world. And it's not threatening and it's not scary. It actually has its unique beauty because this bustling city that I live in is at peace. It's calm. There's nothing threatening. There's nothing scary. If I took the narrative of the media and let it follow me outside, then every interaction I would have outside would be scary or threatening or I couldn't help interpret everything into this narrative of fear. And what Dito Krishna Murti showed me, you need to focus on what is. Fear doesn't help. Fear is not actually there. You can't touch it. You can't. It's not actually there. All that's there is me in my world. And as soon as I can turn off that knob in my head and ignore the fear, ignore the drama, ignore all the bad news, the death toll. While it may seem scary to go outside, the fact that if I wash my hands, if I avoid contact, I can go outside and I can enjoy the sunshine, I can enjoy the, the little walk to the shops, or I can enjoy the birds chirping jubilantly. I can watch dogs look super excited that they get to go for a walk. <laughs> And the other day I saw a butterfly, and as I watched the butterfly dance in the air, I realized that this butterfly gets to enjoy its entire life, this peaceful world. So even though this butterfly finds itself in the middle of a city, the timing, (laughs) the unique timing allowed a peaceful life, and... there's nothing more fun than if you yourself can turn off the fear knob and you're not afraid and you're relaxed and you enjoy the beauty of your little walk to the shop and then you see someone like you can you can tell if someone is tense or scared as they're walking and sometimes just by the way that you are and the way that You smile at the person, letting them know that everything is actually okay, everything's fine. Sometimes you can sort of break that tension a little bit and you can reassure another human being that we're in this together and everything's okay, we're going to be okay, we're going to make it through this. They may seem like small things, but when you get to turn off the fear knob in your brain and you get to enjoy what you're actually perceiving in life right now and all the beauty and all the unexpected developments all the changes the tranquility the solitude there's so much beauty and in this world of fear and hate and drama you can change your narrative to embrace the beauty. Enjoy the full beauty of your life, even if you are in lockdown, even if you are limited in your actual (laughs) physical freedom. You can never limit the freedom of your mind. I took as many precautions as I could to try and avoid the COVID-19 virus because You know, in 30 years' time, if someone asked me which side I was on when we were going through World War C, I'd want to be on the side of the good guys that stayed at home and didn't spread the virus and didn't get infected and didn't participate in the virus's takeover of the world. (laughs) I wouldn't want to say that I was on the side of the Nazis, right? (laughs) everybody was pretty keen on telling me to stay home because it's not safe outside, which in itself is scary. (laughs) But this being life, ironically, (laughs) that's exactly where I contracted the disease (laughs) because the person that I live with, she contracted the disease. We hadn't had any direct contact. So I would have contracted it through a surface or towel or something like that. Per week, within the first day that she contracted it as well. So it was very, very, very quick, very contagious. But both of us, we only had really mild symptoms. What I thought was uh, pretty safe, this is going to kill me sort of virus, I only had a very mild case. And I was in lockdown, so I couldn't spread it to anybody else, luckily. I still wish I hadn't contracted the virus because I feel like By contracting it, I was playing a part in the overwhelming spread throughout the world. To be fair, I could have avoided it, but it's life. It happens. Unfortunately, I fought on the side of the Nazis. (laughs) If you want to find out more about Jitter Krishnamurti and how he changed my life, please head on over to my podcast and feel free to ask any questions talk to you soon thanks for listening